Cuts. You're listening to the WBAI Evening News, presented by The Independent, New York City's progressive newspaper and website, now in its 20th year of publishing. I'm John Tarleton, the Indy's editor-in-chief. You can find our latest coverage at independent.org, I-N-D-Y-P-E-N-D-N-T dot O-R-G. Also, our August print edition hit the streets last week. You can find it in our red and white news boxes on a street corner near you. In our first segment, we look at what's happening to the U.S. Postal Service. Founded in 1775 by Benjamin Franklin, it's older than the country it serves. It is con- it consistently polls as the most popular government agency as it fulfills its universal service mandate to deliver the mail six days a week to 159 million postal addresses from the densely crowded apartment blocks of New York City to the farthest wilds of Alaska or Hawaii. However, the recent actions of new Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, a Trump mega-donor, are causing the alarm bells to ring. DeJoy recently ordered the end of all overtime pay within the Postal Service, which is causing delays in mail delivery. On Friday, he fired or reassigned almost two dozen Postal Service executives, effectively sidelining decades of institutional knowledge. Trump has long been hostile to the Postal Service and more recently has insisted with no evidence that mail-in voting in November will be fraudulent. In DeJoy, he may have found the wrecking ball he needs to boost his faltering re-election chances. Joining us this evening to talk about all this and more is Chuck Zlotkin, political and legislative director for the New York City metro area local of the American Postal Workers Union, the largest postal worker union local in the country. Chuck worked 35 years as a postal clerk before becoming a full-time staffer at the union. Chuck, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Thank you, John, for having me. You bet. So, first of all, uh, why are these uh, recent actions by the Postmaster General, uh, you call him uh, Louis DeLay instead of Louis DeJoy, but why do you, why do you see them as uh, so damaging? Well, it's damaging because the, the Postal Service is in a, in a critical position uh, to begin with because of uh, the impact uh, of the pandemic on, on income, the Postal Service, uh, does not receive uh, a government funding taxpayer money. It's uh, funded from the sale of stamps and services. And with the uh, pandemic, business has been down. So there's been a, 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 a financial uh, crisis that the Postal Service is facing to begin with. But when the joy came in and Postmaster on uh, June 15th, he instituted policies that just, you know, uh, he claims that he's trying to uh, help and preserve the Postal Service. But what he's doing, as you said in the introduction, by cutting overtime, understand that the Postal Service is, is labor-intensive to begin with. And years ago, the Postal Service decided rather than hiring uh, more uh, employees, it would rely on overtime uh, to deal with whatever crisis situation. So he put together a uh, no overtime and a hiring freeze. So there are not enough people to do the work, and that brings about delays. Added to that, he's also instructed uh, uh, workers to change their whole philosophy, which was getting the mail out, making sure it got to people as quickly as possible by uh, saying that, that the trucks have to go out on time, do not hold them back, to get the mail out, if it, the mail could be delayed, you know, a day or two, leave it on on the deck, leave it in the postal station, and and, and go forward uh, without the mail, which is, which is just 
has nothing to do with what the uh, the purpose, the mission of the post office is to provide prompt, reliable, and efficient uh, service. He's eliminating the prompt and reliable part and uh, is just dealing with what he calls efficiency, which means you know moving ahead with the schedule but just not moving the mail. And this is very damaging. Add to that coming up to uh, the, as you mentioned, the the uh, election in, in November, where more people will be relying on mail-in voting than ever before, and he's effectively trying to slow down the mail. And we've seen it already that this has already gone into effect, and people already seeing delays in the mail. Uh, our, our members are out there on the work floor are seeing it happen, and it really is uh, uh, a, a plan to, to destroy. Uh, the American people's uh, confidence and reliability on the postal service, which is very damaging. Right. And um, the, there, there is a lot of concerns about what will happen in the election, and we'll hit on that in a minute. But um, there, there's also been a, a, a longstanding desire among conservatives uh, to uh, privatize the, the postal service. Uh, can you talk about how uh, what is happening now uh, plays into that? Well, yeah, I mean, when you damage the, the, the service and impact upon business negatively, it's to create, create uh, uh, an attitude where people might be accepting it because the Postal Service is, is extremely uh, a popular agency, has uh, shown the American people how important it is during this pandemic. You know, postal workers going out there every day, uh, making sure that people are getting what what what, what they need, and uh, it has been very difficult to move about uh, this uh, privatization, where uh, a combination of uh, people uh, businesses wanting to get their hands on the the, the money that the postal service uh, uh, takes in uh, for profit. Well, the, right now the postal service is owned by the American people. And what the Postal Service does is to serve the people's interests by uh, giving them the prompt, reliable, and efficient service. But privatizers want to get in there and uh, uh, take uh, that uh, profit as opposed to service. And that uh, is what's been moving forward here with the uh, Trump administration, because uh, uh, last year he had a, 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 a task force headed up by Mnuchin, that basically called for the privatization of the Postal Service and the Office of Management and Budget went ahead and said, well, we have to make it more appealing for uh, uh, potential buyers by cutting expenses, which meant, you know, limiting uh, uh, the workforce and also service. So it's, there's a plan afoot to privatize, to sell it off to private agencies, uh, to private businesses, and to take it away from the American people. And one of the steps in doing this is to destroy that uh, uh, feeling that the American people have where they can trust the Postal Service, because once people find out that they're not getting their mail on time, and we're talking about mail, we're talking about, you know, uh, 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 medication, prescriptions, the Postal Service uh, delivers 1.2 billion uh, medical prescriptions every year. We're talking about prescriptions that people need, you know, to sit, to, to maintain their lives, to um, uh, 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 deal with uh, uh, 
uh, fighting against, uh, 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 excuse me, uh, medications that they need to keep themselves uh, sane and to keep themselves away from pain, and that's serious stuff. Plus, people have been receiving, um, you know, food and 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 needed uh, materials through the mail during this pandemic, getting their checks. I mean, the postal services would shown their importance to people while, uh, you know, uh, 2,500 uh, postal workers have been positive with the disease, 40,000 uh, have been uh, having to uh, uh, get into uh, uh, quarantine. Uh, quarantine, thank you, and, uh, and uh, 75 have died. So the, the American people have just once again, seeing how important the postal service is during this pandemic, and now you have a postmaster in there who's trying to destroy that by slowing down the mail. And uh, he's a logistics man. He knows what's going on. He's the perfect man to do this. While he says he's going to uh, do what's necessary to help the post office in there to actually uh, destroy it, and uh, it's really a, 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 a sad day for what, what, what he's trying to bring forth, and uh, we have to fight that. Right, and this is someone uh, in Louis DeJoy uh, who has, uh, he and his wife have millions of dollars in investments uh, in uh, potential rivals to the Postal Service. And, and also, uh, he was one of the main fundraisers for the, the Republican National Convention that was scheduled to be held in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina before the pandemic uh, uh, canceled that. Uh, so yeah. I mean, we're talking about a real insider here. Yes, he, he and his wife have uh, donated uh, millions of dollars to the Republican Party and to uh, uh, Trump's campaign. His uh, wife is, uh, is uh, Trump's uh, designee to be the uh, ambassador to Canada. And uh, his, uh, the company that uh, uh, the Joy was involved with uh, in, in the past, the logistics company, did business with the Postal Service. They have between 30 and $75 million in stock in this company. And uh, in, nine, in tw 2017, it did $57 million in business with the post office. So now you have the postmaster general of the United States who's going to be making decisions. Is he making decisions uh, for what's best for the American people or is he doing best what's best for his investments and also uh, what's best for his uh, his, uh, his crony, uh, uh, President Trump, coming up to the election. So it really is a, it's a disgrace that this person was put in this position, and by what he's uh, uh, already demonstrated what he's doing since he's been in since June 15th, really this person should resign as Postmaster General of the United States, and if he doesn't resign, he should be fired, because he's in there to destroy the people's post office, and this cannot be tolerated. Right. And last question real quick here. Uh, with the elections coming up, uh, can the post office handle the, the upsurge in demand uh, that would accompany uh, mail-in balloting uh, during a pandemic? Is it solid enough to do this? Yes, the Postal Service can, can handle it as it has through, through generations of dealing with uh, mail-in uh, voting. Uh, there will be a larger uh, uh, number this year, but again, just you know, don't 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 starve it from the money that it needs. That's before 
you know, uh, Congress to make it uh, strong to deal with it, has to deal with it. But the Postal Service is, is the answer. It's not the problem, even though it just came out that uh, the, the Joy said that, uh, that he's going to establish that uh, the, the, the states uh, to do the mailing won't be able to use bulk mail or have to pay a first-class postage. Again, we don't even know if he has the authority to make that decision, but that right. decision, again, is something that's there to hurt uh, uh, mail-in balloting. This is not someone who's for the post office. This is someone who is for Trump's agenda. Okay, well, we'll have to leave it there. Chuck Slotkin from the American Postal Workers Union, thank you for joining us on WBAI Evening News tonight. Thank you. All righty, and we'll be back uh, after a short